welcome to the Live Healthy with Laura podcast, where being healthy no longer has to be so hard and dieting and restricting and stressing every day. Yeah, those are things of the past. Allow me to help you dive into freedom and apply simple, practical strategies to your life that will help you become the happy, healthy, and vibrant person you have always dreamed of being. officially made it to principle number nine, but episode 10. We are 10 episodes into this podcast. And I just want to, first of all, thank you guys for, if you have listened throughout, you know, the past two and a half months or so to me, just babbling on about all things, health and wellness. I want to thank you for being here and just being part of my audience. Um, it means so much to me. I'm getting you know, really great feedback, but I just love hearing that you're able to apply these principles to your life. Thank you for everyone for sharing, you know, passing these podcasts on to friends and family and um, tagging me on social because, you know, word of mouth is everything. And truly it's my, you know, my passion to change our culture's way of thinking, um, help everybody just feel their best, live their best life. And There's so many different topics to talk about when it comes to health, and I'm excited to embark on this journey with you, and um, we've talked about quite a few things already that contribute to our health, and I have so many new topics coming your way that I think you're going to hopefully really resonate uh, with, and I hope that, um, yeah, I hope you'll be here for it. I hope you'll continue to listen. So we're going to jump right into principle number nine today, and the title of that chapter in my book and this principle is sleep like it's going out of style. Now, again, I I get it. We're talking about something that has nothing to do with food, but again, I'll just remind you that health and wellness have so many aspects to them. It's not just what we eat. It's not just what we drink. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, one area, it does not, it's not one size fits all. There's so many different aspects to health. So if you'll bear with me, I want to break those down with you. I want to make sure that, you know, none of us are missing out on living our best life because one of these areas is falling short and sleep is so incredibly important. And I, you know, especially when it comes to health and wellness and getting the results we want, you know, feeling our best, looking our best, hitting, you know, goals, um, you know, with our strength training or, you know, maybe we want to drop a few pounds, whatever it is. Um, just even having more mental clarity, like the, the benefits go on and on and we're going to dive into that, but sleep, I'll just start off by saying is not optional. It's really just not optional, but unfortunately, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'm guilty of this. Um, you know, I think we're busy people, right? We're all busy and it's pretty much more often than not the first thing to go when we're busy. It's like, you know, we might eat well, we might drink enough, we might not skip a workout, but then we're going to really, you know, kind of slack on sleep. And then we get frustrated and we wonder why we're not getting the results we want, or we're walking around cranky, or we can't remember anything, or, you know, our metabolism seems to be at a standstill. And, you know, let's think of this from a logical standpoint, (laughs) you know, we ask our body every single day to show up for us, right? We want it to physically and mentally be up to par, but we're not going to give it time to rest. And then, 
you know, we, we just wanted to keep showing up for us, but we're not showing up for our body in the way of being kind to it enough to say, Hey, you're allowed to take a break, (laughs) you know, take, take a minute, uh, take, take some, take some time to recharge. And again, you know, this is not what we do all, you know, once in a while, but you know, it's what we do every day. If, if con, you know, one, one bad night of sleep is not going to make or break us, but if we consistently have really unhealthy sleep hygiene habits, we will not be able to reach the goals we want to reach and we're not going to feel our best point blank done like there's not any way around around this um but i also understand that life is busy so i'm gonna help you today hopefully um utilize you know the sleep you do get um and give you some tips on how to get better sleep um and like listen i know for years and years and years it's always been preached about to get eight hours of sleep. And I think, you know, yeah, in a perfect world, you know, we would all get eight hours of sleep at every single night of our life. That is really, really good for us. But I also want to argue this uh, a little bit and talk about this. (laughs) I kind of want to go against this concept for a minute because one thing that's not talked about is it's not how much sleep we're getting really that matters. It's the timing of the time we actually are sleeping throughout the night. And I'm going to break that down. But there's actually a way to sleep a little less, but feel like you slept more. And this is not something that we want to, you know, practice all the time. But I'm going to help you understand this a little better that, you know, if you are a very busy person, there's there's a way to recharge your body and not get eight hours of sleep. And I know, I know I sound like, you know, such a crazy person saying that because there's not a health junkie out there that won't tell you you need eight hours of sleep. But I'm also about practicality. And I know that for more often than not, eight hours of sleep does not happen for me. But I will tell you that six to seven hours is typically what I get. And no, that's not great. But the way that I have worked on my sleep hygiene and the timing of the night that I'm asleep, which I'm going to break down for you, is what makes all the difference in the world and study after study has supported what I'm about to tell you. So yeah, get if you can get eight hours of sleep, I applaud you. I do try to do that most of the time, but it happens about half the time. So I'm just being honest with you because, you know, I, I like to be real. Um, okay, so sleep is not optional though. And we can't expect our body, we've already determined this, we can't expect our body to run on empty. So we have this gland inside of our brain called the pineal gland. I can't talk. Pineal gland. And basically it's really sensitive to light, but it's kind of like our, our clock. It helps our body know when to wind down, know when to wind back up. And so again, it's sensitive to light. So, you know, you think back to our ancestors, what did they do? You know, they didn't have technology. They didn't have a TV to watch at night or a phone to scroll on. When the sun went out, they would eat dinner, you know, uh, when the sun went down, I'm sorry, and they would eat dinner and then they would maybe stay up with candlelight for a little bit, but then they would go to bed and then they would rise with the sun. So, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, unfortunately, how much we self-sabotage in our culture with as much as technology is a beautiful thing, you can also really, really wreck our, our brain's ability to produce melatonin. 
um, our brain cannot produce melatonin if we have light in our face. You know, it can't produce it to the same level that it would if we were following what the way our ancestors, you know, used to live. So, okay, I'm going to just jump right to it. Again, when you sleep matters. Um, so I'm going to just tell you something that maybe you don't know. And this is a really, really important. You know, you hear a lot of people wake up very, very early um, that, you know, successful entrepreneurs, all of that. And a lot of people ask, well, how do they do that and feel energetic versus the people that just stay up late and sleep in? They've actually done study after study showing the most successful people are early risers. Well, the time you sleep matters. And if you are asleep, okay, get this, get a pen, write this down between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., that four hour window, that is when your body is actually getting the most restorative sleep that it can possibly get throughout the night. Now, obviously that, that does not mean go wake up at 2.30 a.m. and start your day. I'm not telling you to do that. But what I am trying to tell you is that if you're gonna sleep, you wanna sleep at a time where your body's able to actually really, really recharge the most, right? That would make sense. So say we go to bed by, you know, we're in bed between nine and 9.30 and then we're powering down, we're asleep by 10 and we sleep, say we wake up at 6 a.m. Um, for me, um, sometimes it's like 11 p.m. to 6 a.m., 5.30 a.m., depending on my schedule that next day. I do think ahead of the game, so I, you know, I always have to plan, and I know what time I need to wake up for whatever I need to do. But um, if, you, if you are putting yourself to bed and you're getting that, those four hours, no matter what, between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., you will feel like a different person and more, you know, um, energized and alert and all of those things than you would if you went to bed at midnight and slept, you know, till eight, we'll say, because you've already missed two out of those four really, really crucial hours of sleep. And um, this is backed by science. This is not, you know, a live healthy with Laura myth. This is very, very, um, it's a well-known fact. And um, so if you if you really want to get the best bang for your buck, you know, maybe you don't have eight hours of sleep, you have to at least make sure the sleep you're getting is quality. So try to be asleep by 10 p.m. And um, that time, like the, the, the those four hours, you're going to notice that if you used to be a night owl, you're going to wake up, even if you do only get seven hours of sleep or six or seven hours of sleep, but you were asleep during that time, you're going to feel like a completely different person than if you had shifted the clock. So that's just something to think about. I think that's interesting. That's like, you know, for so often it's about, you know, the time, like eight, eight hours, no matter what, just get eight hours. Well, it's really about, you know, getting those four quality hours. So something to think about. Also, you know, sleep um, in general, you know, it offers a lot of benefits, um, but, you know, sleeping during the day, you're not going to get the same benefits because your your brain cannot produce the same amount of melatonin. Actually, studies are starting to show that melatonin is actually a very powerful antioxidant. It really, really um, helps flush out free radicals, cancer-causing, um, disease-causing free radicals, inflammatory-causing free radicals, which we are overloaded with even just going outside and breathing the air. So um, going to sleep actually helps protect our body from cancer. Um, I'm going to go through some of the benefits, but cancer and obesity, and there's so many things tied to it. 
that, you know, I think if we kind of remind ourselves of these benefits, we start realizing like, oh yeah, my sleep really is not optional. So first and foremost, sleep balances our hormones, it both thyroid and sex hormones. Hello, ladies. Um, you know, you're going to actually have lower progesterone and you can definitely deal with estrogen dominance if you're not sleeping. And that is not going to make any of us feel good. Uh, men, same with your testosterone levels. You need sleep to make the proper amount of hormones. Um, when we sleep, we also have a reduced amount of our stress hormone cortisol, which the more we talk about cortisol, um, you know, I just want to drive home this point that cortisol is good, but too much will always lead to weight gain. Um, it will boost our immunity. If you don't sleep, you will get sick more often. Boost your metabolism like no other. Um, <clears throat> and it encourages our body to burn fat naturally. So you snooze, you literally lose. In fact, real quick side note. Um, I was reading this study not too long ago. There's a, because I think it's just so cool. Like when they're always coming out with studies on large groups of people just to show like, hey, this is not just in the lab with rats. This is really, truly you know, this is a thing. And uh, it was on 2000 Australian nurses and they shifted them from day shift um, to night shift. And every single one of them put on weight. Um, but it's, it, it's showing that, you know, they would still get their sleep during the day. But because they shifted, uh, you know, to night shift and they were awake when their body was made to be asleep, really, you know, we're, we're basically working against what our body's our body's natural circadian rhythm, they put on weight. In fact, now it's showing that you are, if you shift to night shift, you're three times more likely to be obese than you would if you worked, you know, if you uh, had day shift. Now, I understand, I'm not trying to discourage you, you know, if you have, um, have to work night shift, there are ways to work around that. There are things we can do. I, I work with lots of clients who have to work night shift. Um, so there's some tweaking that you can always do to help your body um, counteract, you know, sleeping during the day versus at night. But just keep that in mind that if you have the option to be asleep at night, especially between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m., please, please be asleep. Okay, um, moving on. So sleep also improves our digestion and blood circulation. Uh, goodbye, constipation. Um, you know, it, you will wake up, you'll feel better and your gut will actually have been able to reset, um, stabilizes our blood sugar, um, lowers inflammation in the body. And we kind of already touched on that, but melatonin is a natural, very, very powerful antioxidant. So the lower the inflammation we have, um, think glowing skin, less joint pain, lower risk for cancer, disease, um, less weight gain, things like that. Um, <clears throat> it also lowers our risk for heart attack and stroke, and then reduces our risk for anxiety and depression and improves our overall mental health. Just think about that. Why would that not make sense? Our brain, <laughs> which, you know, contains neurotransmitters, which, you know, impact our happy, our happy levels, our sad levels, our, you know, our, our, um, ability to think straight. If we're not giving our brain a chance to shut off it's going to burn out, right? Like we can't drive a car forever and never stop for gas. So, you know, we really need to get back on this uh, mentality of like sleep is not, it's not an option, you know? And again, it's something that I think any busy person out there, myself included, uh, can easily slack on just because it's like, I know for me, to be honest, you know, <laughs> when my, I have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old and 
I'm a very busy mama, working mama during the day. I'm never not doing something. So at night, you know, like when my kids are in bed and uh, my husband and I love to just like watch a show and just chill. And <laughs> sometimes like, well, almost if we're really into a show, we'll look at each other when the episode ends and it's almost like, are you going to turn the TV off? Because I'm not going to turn it off. Like who's going to be the, who's going to be the one who has the most discipline here? It's almost like a game. Like, all right, let's see who can actually turn it off and who's going to have the discipline to put us to sleep. Because it's so tempting to just want to stay up and just like, you know, not be needed, especially as a mom. I get it. So, but I'll tell you right now, I will always pay for it the next day. I never don't wake up feeling like a crabby person. Like if I don't get my sleep and then I just don't feel like I have energy to do all I need to do. Um, in fact, the other night, you know, I actually caught a cold. My kids gifted me a cold from school and I was up at 3 a.m. just because I was like coughing and just not feeling well. And granted, I, you know, had coughed through the 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Uh, segment of my night. And then I did sleep in. But again, I could tell just because I was really not sleeping well through those four, quality, you know, core hours, I really was groggy the entire next day. So, you know, it just makes a difference. Um, the time you sleep, but also prioritizing it. I mean, I have a blue light filter on my phone. Um, my husband and I really do most of the time try to shut the TV off by like 930. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it takes discipline. It's not, again, we've talked about this, but not everything that um, is good for us is always going to be fun, especially at first, especially if it's like a habit you're trying to break. You might not really enjoy the process of breaking the habit. And I, I understand that. I'm human too. I like to stay up late, but it's just not worth it. Um, and so especially, you know, if you're struggling with your weight, you know, give your metabolism the boost it needs by sleeping. Like even if you're grazing, even if you're implementing every single one of my principles, but you're not sleeping, you will not, um, your metabolism will not be at its height, most heightened point that it could be at, you know, if you were just giving your body that time uh, to rest and to recharge. So here are my tips for you guys. Um, this is on page 30 of my book, if you're interested, but I just want to share with you my top tips for getting proper amount of sleep. Um, <clears throat> just um, maybe you can write some of these down. Maybe you already do some of these. Um, so here's the thing. If you are going to bed late and you're waking up early, just remember be honest with yourself enough to say, look, I get it. I'm really, you know, I, I understand. I really am burning the candle at both ends. And then you need to decide what can come off your plate because we talk about sustainability. You know, not sleeping is not sustainable. You will burn out and it's not, it's not worth it. So you need to know if this is a pattern, be honest with yourself. Hey, I really truly don't have a chance to sleep because I'm so busy. Something has to give because if, if it doesn't, you're going to burn out. You're going to get sick. You're going to have a panic attack. You're, something's going to happen where your body, we talk about tuning in, your body will start screaming at you and in a not so fun way. So don't get there. You know, if you see yourself slacking on sleep and it's becoming more consistent of a habit, then make some changes, say no to something, take something off your plate and prioritize sleep. Um, if you are going to bed on time, but you just feel like 
so much is swirling in your brain where you just lay there and you can't really find yourself, you just can't find yourself um, able to relax. I really recommend journaling. Okay. This might sound cheesy, but I'm telling you, if you can just get a pretty journal off Amazon and a pen and you write down your thoughts, even if like you have to write down your to-do list for the next day. So that way it's not swirling around in your brain. I promise you, you're going to sleep so much better. Um, screens. Okay. Look, I watch TV at night, but I do the best I can with other areas of technology. I do have a blue light filter on my phone and I do actually have blue light glasses. I just forget to wear them, but I will tell you when I do wear them and we watch TV, I definitely sleep better. So you can get blue light glasses off Amazon and then you can, um, every iPhone has an ability to put a blue light filter on, you know, you can just go to the settings and you can apply that at night. I have mine um, automatically set for 8 p.m. every night. Um, aim to unwind at least 30 minutes before bed. So like don't work until the second you need to get in bed because you're not gonna be able to go to sleep right away. So, you know, pick up a book that's uplifting. Um, you know, maybe don't watch a murder series, maybe watch something that's uplifting, something that like helps you settle off to bed. I recommend staying off social media before bed because that's nothing but more thoughts to, you know, for you to think about and more, you know, more info for you to have to process in your brain and take in. Don't check your email before bed. Keep all of that for in the morning. Um, take a warm bath before bed um, and keep your AC around 70, six, between 68 and 70. They've actually shown that the colder your house is, um, the better you sleep. So yeah, get under the covers, but keep your house nice and cool. Dim the lights as early as you can in your house in the evening. Um, you know, we do candles a lot. I'm so like, I love the fall. So we dim our lights and I have candles burning. That's super relaxing. Um, consider also back to the bath, take a magnesium bath. So love seven minerals. Um, their magnesium bath flakes are incredible. And magnesium is most easily absorbed in your skin with, um, if you <clears throat> soak in it or apply it to your skin. So that's a really nice way to relax. And then lastly, we have these in our bedroom and it helps so much. Um, consider purchasing blackout curtains to help keep your room as dark as possible from morning to night. Because, you know, if we're letting light in our bedroom, it will impact the amount of melatonin our brain, our pineal gland uh, can produce. So... All right, guys, that is principle number nine. The moral of the story is sleep, sleep, sleep. If you can't get eight hours, which is awesome and optimal, then focus on the, no matter what, being asleep before 10 p.m. so you can get the 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. block of your night. Um, you know, you wanna make sure you're asleep for that time period and you know, work on your sleep hygiene habits. Look, it's not fun to make changes, but we will always thank ourselves in the end. And I promise you any physical or mental results <laughs> that you're working towards, you're going to see them much faster if you apply this principle. So um, yeah, I can't wait to see you guys next time. Uh, thanks again for everybody uh, who has shown me support. I don't know if you saw it, but I am already starting to release my new recipes on my blog, livehealthywithlaura.com. 
and on Instagram, live underscore healthy underscore with underscore Lara. Um, if you make any of them, please feel free to tag me. I love seeing my friends and followers um, and clients just enjoy my recipes. If this podcast resonated with you, feel free to give me a shout out as well so we can spread the word for others and hopefully um, encourage somebody this week um, as they are going about life. And can't wait to talk to you guys next time. We have one more principle left and then we're going to dive into so many more awesome topics. Thanks again for listening. Hope you guys have the best day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much, friends, for tuning in today and spending some time with me. I hope that you loved this episode and I hope that you will pass it along to a friend, maybe via text or social media. Feel free to tag me at live underscore healthy underscore with underscore Laura. Also, feel free to check out my blog. Um, that's www.livehealthywithlaura.com. Um, and all three of my books, which are now available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. And if you really love this episode, I love hearing feedback. So send me a message or uh, leave me a review and I hope to catch you next time. Bye.